But first, our top hour, our top story for this morning goes over to Washington as Congress sees a bipartisan bill hit the floor that, if passed, would make it eligible for truck drivers to receive overtime pay. Our Washington correspondent, John Gallagher, is here to tell us all about it. John, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thanks, you guys, for having me on. Yeah, so the um, this is, uh, like you said, it's a really short, it's like a one-page bill because all it says is um, this would exempt, uh, put a line in the in the code saying that the, uh, which, it, uh, which would take away an exemption from the Fair Labor Standards Act, which right now allows, that exemption allows employers to avoid having to pay their uh, their drivers overtime um, for, for work after 40 hours, after a 40 hour work week. So this would repeal that. Um, and so, as, as you know, as we know, drivers can work way, way over 40 hours. So potentially that could, for, for, for certain drivers, that could be a lot of money. Um, so the same, the same bill, uh, it's a House and Senate, it's a bicameral, bipartisan bill, but it was, it was introduced last year in the House and the Senate. Um, so this was last year's Congress as well. So that bill had... Um, four, the, the, the Senate bill had four co-sponsors, the House bill had 11. So, but because, you know, so, but that one only had a year to kind of sit in and try to gain momentum before the new Congress came in, which wipes out all the bills. So, be, so this one's being introduced in the first year of this new, new Congress. So, um, I don't, I, it, it, you know, again, it has few co-sponsors, but it has more time to kind of sit and gain momentum. So I guess you could make that argument from that standpoint. Um, it, it might have a better chance of actually, um, you know, gaining momentum and, and going through. Um, it, and so it, it's backed by OIDA um, and truck safety groups. OIDA likes it because it, you know, obviously can, it increases driver pay, which they say is a big, one of the factors of why we have so much turnover, so this could kind of bring down driver turnover. Um, the safety groups like it because it, you know, they contend that, you know, when drivers aren't being paid enough, that uh, uh, they, or, or you know, in their what they consider to be a fair wage, they have to hustle more for more loads. That and so that increases fatigue and that increases crashes. So that's why the the, the safety groups are are sort of behind that as well. So, John, the interesting thing about this is, of course, drivers are paid by the mile right now, and we know that they operate on maximum hours of service instead of that kind of standard 40-hour workweek that a lot of us are used to. Do we run the risk on if this bill passes? Obviously, it's going to be a pretty hefty impact to the employers because it's going to come out of their paycheck and into the driver's paychecks. Do we run the risk now of these employer groups, maybe the fleets, the carriers, now looking to employ more drivers that are driving less to keep them within that 40 hours instead of having to pay them overtime instead? Yeah, well, it, it seems that they don't even, well, yeah, that's, that's, that is true, Kaylee, but it seems like they don't even want to get to that point because they're pushing back on it saying, as you said, you know, it's going to, that don't, don't, don't support this because you drivers out there because it's just the, the employers are going to compensate for that by just not, just not, uh, you know, cutting down hours so that they don't have to pay overtime. And in fact, that was, um, you know, interestingly, I was I was listening in on the um, women and women of 
truck driver trucking advisory board that the FMCSA had set, set up. They did. They were doing their last meeting yesterday, where they're coming up with recommendations to report to the FMCSA administrator, and the uh, the overtime pay exemption was. Um, when they first, when the subcommittee brought their recommendations to the board that was listening, whatever was listening yesterday, removing that exemption was at the top, was like second or third down on the list. And it did say one of their essential statements for, for, for this report to FMCSA was to remove the exemption. Well, uh, the ATA representative on the board pushed back hard on that. And um, that and, you know, there's a kind of a back and forth on, you know, what, why they want it, why the subcommittee wanted this for, for women drivers saying, you know, they're it, it, it's a, it's an issue that affects everyone. But they were saying it particularly affects women drivers because a lot of times, you know, they're more financially strapped because a lot of times there are single single mothers with with uh, children. So they're, they're particularly affected by this was their point. But um, but the the ATA representative who also is a lobby, who also lobbies Congress on labor issues, she was she kind of basically towed the ATA line that you know this is like I said this is going to um, you, you you guys better not hope you get what you wish for because you know the, the employers that would be involved in this would, are just going to cut down your hours. So they got that basically that statement was pretty much watered down to say um, instead of instead of instead of remove it it said recommend uh, or research uh, research and study the potential for removing what potential would <laughs> removing this exemption might have on women driver pay so it was, that was an and it, and it got moved down from like third or fourth on the on the list of essential statements to the last like this the last statement. So I thought that was interesting to see how the, that was interesting to see how that specific thing worked and just how boards work in, in, in general. There's definitely a few different ways this could all play out. As Kaylee mentioned, more drivers being hired for less work, potentially shorter hours. And then also, of course, pay transparency has always been a big issue for a lot of folks. So that can start to get blurry once again. So John, we're looking at this being pushed forward. Have we have any precedence of this happening before or this argument being brought forward, and if so, what did that look like? Yeah, it's 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 sort of the same, uh, pretty much the same arguments as when, when it was introduced last year, <laughs> Anthony. So um, it's it's a, a heavy lift, as they as they say, because um, you know it's it's 90, 90 years. This thing has been on the books pretty much, and to 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 to, to um, you know, get something like that altered in the in the in the labor code would be really tough. And as we know, again, it all, all comes down. We've got this divided Congress, and you know, it's 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 a, it's heavily supported by Democrats. Um, and but there's a lot of pushback, obviously, in the House on all all, all things Democrats. So I, you know, it's it's hard to say see this going that go, going too far. But but we'll see. You, you never you, you never know what the the Senate might. Uh, be able to maybe maybe there's going to be once they get past these spending bills and get Congress or get government up and running. If that does happen by the end of the week, we'll see that there might be some more consensus on stuff like this. And so, John, of course, what are the next steps for this bill now? Are we a talking committee and then debate and then vote? Or again, you mentioned government shutdown could potentially happen at the end of this week again. So it could be a yeah. little while before we see that. Yeah, that's right. It's it's just introduced. So it has to go through a committee. We're not going to see anything too quick on it. Um, and as far as the women in trucking uh, report, they, that report goes to the, the 
Um, there, and there was other stuff I forgot to mention. And obviously it was, there, there was anti-harassment and a lot of other things that the Women in Trucking Board um, uh, pushed forward for recommendations for getting more women drivers and advancing women drivers in trucking. Um, that one goes to the FMCSA um, uh, administrator, and then she has to that has to be a final recommendation that, that that she then that the administrator then brings to Congress to to be finalized for recommendations. John, certainly a heavy lift, as you mentioned. Thank you so much for joining us this morning and shedding some light on it, and we'll follow up with you as this develops. Sure, sounds good. Thanks, you guys. All right, we're going to go on over to the wall this morning for our first carrier update. We've got Tony Mulvey and Donnie Gilbert.